Hi, lovelies. On the podcast today, I have Debbie and she shares how she didn't really know what she was signing up for and achieved more than she could have imagined, even from our very first session. She shares what it was like to be part of the community, working on herself and why she fails every single day now and doesn't make that a problem. Enjoy. Hello, lovely people. Hello, Debbie. Oh, good morning. Good af- Good morning to you. Good, good afternoon morning. to me. That's the beauty of the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you for having me. I'm celebrating. This is my first podcast, so I'm celebrating today. Fucking fabulous. I'm <laughs> celebrating you too. Um, and I'm celebrating you for so many things. So... <laughs> I want to start because I think this story is amazing when we spoke and then you showed me that you'd set an intention to work with me months before I even released Time Hackers. So why don't you tell everyone listening about that? So I met Coach Vicky on all my daily walks I, I used to do with the podcast. So I just thought the the title, you know, Fuck Anxiety, Get Shit Done. I think that's the correct title. I just thought it was so great. So I'm like, I don't think I have anxiety, but I loved the message. So when I would go on walking every day, I would listen. And I literally wrote down in my gratitude journal one day that I wanted coach Vicky to be my coach. But I'm like, how would that even be possible? Like, I don't, I don't even know if she has like a coaching practice. Like maybe she just does. I don't know that much about you, but I wrote it down and literally like about six weeks later, I get uh, like an Instagram, I guess you're on Instagram. It said time hackers. It's <laughs> like, I don't have an issue with time, but it's coach Vicky. So <laughs> I'm going to go. This is the universe providing what I want. So I'm going in. I mean, that, that's how I found you was through your podcast. And I have listened to every episode and I have a couple ones that I, I listen to regularly. So that's how I met you. Good. Well, this is going to be one of the ones that you can listen to regularly as well. How fun is that? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So you, you, the universe provided you and here you are and here mm-hmm. we went through time hackers together for three months, which was, let's just say fucking amazing. That's the best way to describe it. It really, it, it changed so much. It was a platform for me that has accelerated my growth in ways I never even thought, like, I wasn't even sure what, what I was going to get, what I was going into for Time Hackers. I just knew I was going into it and what I thought I would get out of it. I did, but so many, so, so many other things that were so wildly important that I didn't know I was lacking. And a lot of it was confidence, absolute confidence. Yeah. And I would say that's been one of the amazing things that we've seen in your transformation is <laughs> it's not just been like, oh, and then I just do everything and it's easy. It's that willingness to do new things. And that is what creates confidence. We don't create confidence by just being good at everything. So what changed for you in your willingness to explore new things? Um, that I was just going to try. And I know that you, the group was going to hold me accountable mm-hmm. to it right? And that I was just going to, failure is good. So Mm -hmm. it was okay to screw it up, Mm -hmm. which I did. I mean, I told you that story, right? And my, I literally did my first, I have, I have notes, nobody can see them, but I I have all my my journals. Like I have a journal and a half of all our three months together and I have my notes, but my, 
first um, video was November 25th, 1920, and 2020, sorry. <laughs> and um, I remembered, I, it took me five hours to do my first one. And I had on my, I didn't have any lighting rings or anything. So I had post-it notes, like literally all over the place. And I'm trying to read them and they're falling down. And I, I'm like, oh, I can't do this. It's too hard. And then I didn't understand you have to understand, I just got on the social media in May of 2020, yeah, literally yeah. just got onto it. I had to Google how to set up a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. My millennial children were laughing hysterically because they're like, nobody's even on Facebook, mom. I'm like, I am, right? And so I got it. And then when I went to post my first video, I didn't understand what they call feed and story. So then I started talking really fast because I thought I had to talk in like 26 seconds versus there's another platform to people like, what are you doing? I'm like, I only have 26 seconds to talk. They're like, no, no, no. You put it into your, I guess it's your feed, right? But I didn't know. And from the failures you learn mm -hmm. and I just doing that over and over and over again you know, what you call the compound effect, right? Just one step, one step. And now I do videos and I've gone live. I've gone alive 11 days. Yeah. And I, I never thought I, I never thought I, I could do that or I should be doing that. Right. And we took the word should yeah. out of my equation and I can do it. And um, in fact, last week, I have in one of my networking groups, um, which also is a new thing for everyone listening. <laughs> so good. Here's the story with Coach Vicky. I'm at work, and she is like she put out in our our, our thread. You know, we'll just get in a networking group real quick and post. Mm -hmm. I was like, what? I can't do that. I have to research. I have to look. I have to find. This is going to take weeks. Yeah. I don't want to just push into a networking group and post. And I remember you saying that. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't do that. You have to do all the things first. And I did. Now I'm in networking groups. And one of the groups I'm in, this lady reached out to me and she said, would you help me? Cause you're so good at it. Would you help me with my drama of how to do lives and videos? And you, and you know what my, my brain first said to me, it qualified it. It said, Oh, but you've only done a few months mm -hmm. or you've only done 11 mm -hmm. and in time hackers, you taught us and we learned together. Or you showed us basically to, to shut down that thought. It was just a thought. And there is not evidence that I've only done, it might be physical evidence, but I'm, I'm one step better. I'm one step mm -hmm. further than she is. That's all it was. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so good. Even yeah. within our group, I remember people coming to you to ask questions about technology stuff. And your reaction was like, what? Like I've only just done this once or twice myself, but it was literally seeing that evidence of once or twice is still further along, like you said, than someone who's never tried something before. And you do have value and you do have expertise and you do know what you are doing because you were willing to fail and learn by doing, which is actually the quicker way, right? We can do 
never-ending research and, and build out very pretty Excel sheets and Google documents and without actually speaking to another human or we can go and do and fail and like yeah people are gonna I think it's probably even been more powerful you to for you to like do it publicly because even that is so bold there are so many people listening to this that I know want to do things and they're not doing it because of their fear of judgment of other people like how did you overcome that I just from time hackers, it was building that confidence and just saying, I'm just going to try. And what's the worst that can happen, right? It'll get screwed up or the live will look weird or I'll be horizontal versus vertical or something, you know, and I just put it out there and it's okay. You know, maybe not everyone liked it, but I was proud of it and I just kept doing it. And then you just, that confidence just comes along with you, you know, and that's what I think Time Hackers was one of the main takeaways for me was that self-confidence, you know, and changing my picture on Facebook. Why that's a small thing. It was a big thing for me. It was a really big thing. And just small little action steps have compounded into, it's not hustle energy. It's not overthinking. It's just being being, being one, as you always said, one step, one step, one step. And one step has led to, to this, you know, to trying to scale my business and understanding I don't need to do like when it doesn't go well, it doesn't mean the process isn't working. Mm -hmm. The process is working. Everything can happen in a blink, right? So don't say, oh, scrap it all Facebook. Now I need to (laughs) on Instagram. I need to be on Twitter. I need to be in clubhouse. You know, it's just staying where you're at and just keep putting yourself out there and people will come. And it doesn't matter if you don't have 20,000 followers or likes, you're still out in the universe. I'm, (laughs) I'm out in the universe. (laughs) And also what was so fun. So there were a few of you that um, were speaking about work and leaving work. And I think when we first spoke about you joining Time Hackers, like it wasn't even in your brain that that would be happening for you in Mm -hmm. that few months. And yet by the time, you know, that three months had finished, you had left your job which was like a whole amazing thing. Like you said that I don't think you would have even set as a goal necessarily at the beginning. And this is what I think I preach about a lot, but you're such a powerful example of, which is whatever goals we are working on right now are way smaller than what we are actually capable of. So what changed for you that, yeah, that made that happen? So when we did our first call this you and I um before getting into time hackers I was going into work and uh, I just remember like I hate I don't like this job right it's not serving me and you just said you know it's just it's temporary right think just think of it as temporary you know it's not a permanent thing you get to decide what you want to do so you know like I wanted to you think about the financial part of it always mm-hmm. comes into play right and then something happened that I, we didn't, my husband and I did not expect, and it just gave us the opportunity to say, all right, we have a little cush and we're just going to lean into that. Right. And to build upon it. And it happened. And I think I manifested that I created that I wanted that for me, but it was the confidence that you said it on one of the coaching calls, how much discomfort are you willing to lean into to have the growth? Mm-hmm. And I literally have that written in my, on my mirror. I have my mirror mantras. So many of them from our group, 
Um, you know, but that was it. How much discomfort am I willing to experience to have the growth? And I was willing to experience a lot of discomfort to have the growth. And I was willing to take that on. Yeah. And it's so powerful because there's discomfort there either way, right? Like it's not like not choosing the growth and choosing to stay in a job that you don't like is super comfortable. And I think seeing that, um, side by side, it's kind of like, what flavor of discomfort do you want to choose? Right. And it it was, yes, it was scary, but I knew that I had to see my growth, Mm -hmm. you know, like I went back and said, you know, how much have I grown and how much am I going to continue to grow? So I, I'm choosing me. I, 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 you know, I'm going to, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this work and clients are coming and clients will, you know, all those things that over three months just became new muscle memories for us and just new talk and not judging. You know, we, we spent a lot of time looking at fear and always talking about, is there evidence of it? Or it's it's just our brain telling us to stay small, to be small, to stay safe, get the cookies, stay in the Netflix, just mm-hmm. do that, right? Don't go out there. You don't need to go out the front door. It's scary out there. Especially <laughs> now. Right there. Yeah. There's vultures out there. Don't yeah. go out there, right? So it, that's really what it was. It's like, what, okay, what fear is there? Is there evidence or am I just feeling within my body and I'm creating, I think I'm creating it, right? So our thoughts, right? We have thoughts. So just spending time in the thought, mm-hmm. healing it back, and then saying, what, what does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. Or how can I overcome that? How is it, like we talked about, how is it working? How have I progressed? Yeah. What, you know, and just not forming the opinions. So that's really what made the difference for me. It was like, I, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. So I'm going to be a little uncomfortable. That's okay. Yeah. And that's so powerful what you just said. So for everyone listening, like our brain so often looks at where we've got left to go. Like if you're running a 5k race and you're at 3k, your brain's like, oh my God, we've got 2k left to go. And what Debbie was just saying is looking back and being like, oh my God, I've run 3k. Like when you look at things from that perspective, you're like, oh, I need to run like the same, but less, I can do that. And that's like everything that you're saying. I think what was really powerful for you was keeping moving forward consistently, even if it's baby steps and then the compound impact happens and keep celebrating that you are moving forward and that you are doing these things. Right. It was like the, um, one of those little, you know, and I, when I joined Time Hackers, I was going to be the good student, right? We had the Monday and the Friday prompts, you know, the videos on Mondays, um, you know, all the calls, um, you know, all that. And then you had a little video about the umbrella beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. You know, all the evidence of all the shit muck that we have about ourselves. And then the little droplets of what is really real. And, you know, we, I broke that down and I, go back many days and look at my umbrella as to where I was or what I thought I was to where I am now. And it's so, it's so different. So there's so much that, so much that was in that group. It was just, and we're, we, you know, we, as a women of 18 lovelies, you know, we're, we attend each other's masterminds. We're in our Facebook groups. We jump on for lives. It's a, it's a community that is, is still with us. It's all yeah. we're holding each other up and we can see each other's progress, which has been incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yes. It's been, was such a journey with these 18 lovely ladies. 
Yeah. And that's the thing as well. So maybe the listeners don't know this about me, but um, my background, what I was working on as I started coaching was also building community and building a tech company around community, which is how my anxiety started. We can speak about that another day. Um, But um, so really it's like community, the way I build community and it's really like relationship focused as opposed to, um, you know, just having an environment to go and dump things. And I think that's been such an amazing thing to see with you all. It's like the actual relationships that you've created and how you support each other and show up for each other. And I always like to leave you guys, and this goes, everyone should know this. Um, when people come for coaching, I like to leave space for, for other people to coach each other first, because your brain's problem solved for other people in a different way than you do for yourselves. And it just accelerates your growth. And the, and the way you all did that and, and supported each other and commented on each other's things was so powerful. It was. And I think out of the group, we've realized we are all, we all have the same shit. We all have the same problems. Maybe one person is a few steps ahead, right? But we all have the same, we're scared of, you know, not believing in ourselves or doubting and fear and all those things. We all have the same, maybe we just plug in a different adjective for something, but that's what was so powerful from the group coaching every week was so much I wrote down was like maybe I didn't get coached but the coaching was like a hundred percent all for me it was like that that's my problem too oh my gosh that's my issue right mm-hmm. right and it really was around the self-belief there was many of us that struggled with we say we're in self-belief but we're really not in yeah. self-belief that doubt of it and working through it and you coached us and said well stop that's just an opinion it's just a thought what what have you been doing what are you doing right and make a decision remember we talked about that yo-yo you know like you, it's hustle and you know you're flying all over the place and then you're like I'm down in the dumps I'm throwing everything out I'm not doing a darn thing anymore right it's like up down up down mm-hmm. so it's just so much the three months has just it awakened my my confidence awakened my ability and trust in myself. I think that's really it. The trust in myself has been historic. What's the word I want to use? Catastrophic growth. It's just huge. It's just over the top. Self, yeah. Self-trust, the confidence, the belief, the belief. Yeah. That's it really. So often people come to me and I mean, so many of us live the live in the world saying, well, I know what I need to do, but I'm just not doing it. Or I don't know what I need to do and I'm afraid of figuring it out. And it's one of those two things. And as long as you don't trust yourself, you either won't make decisions because then you won't fail or you won't actually follow through on those decisions. And the ability to be willing to take action without knowing everything and then actually follow through and doing the things you say you're going to do, build that muscle of self-trust. And then everything seeps out from there. How you make decisions, how you face fear, how you face failure, how you manage your brain, how you build relationships, how you plan your day and all of this stuff. So, Right. And, you know, I... I hired somebody to help scale my business that four months ago, I didn't even really have a business to scale, (laughs) (laughs) but it just, it wasn't even a decision. It was just the next step, Mm -hmm. right? I just, I knew in my gut, that's where I wanted to go. And the money, I mean, none of that stuff, 
was an obstacle. It was like, this is where we're going and yeah. down we go the path, right? So yeah, Time Hackers was just, I don't know. I, I can't say thank you enough for what you what you brought me, what the group brought, what we brought to each other and the space that you held for me. It was incredible, absolutely incredible. Best mm -hmm. investment. I remember the first time, the first, um, the first coaching session we had, you know, I um, got out of my office and I went to my husband. And I said, that was the best investment of money I've ever done. Like she, like she understands, like I'm not alone. I'm not yeah. alone in this misery of, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. That was, I remember getting that message from you and it was like truly powerful and for everyone it's like we think like things take time but it's really like making that decision to say yes to invest in yourself to show up to be willing to be vulnerable because remember that was like the room of vulnerability um and it's like to be willing to do that in a space of people it goes against everything in our brains programming and we did it in that room and then I think that was just like what what got the ball rolling and had us running towards success and especially as you said earlier it was like everyone raising the room together for themselves for each other um it yeah. was and then also the big idea of failure is good mm, talk to me about that <laughs> uh well you know when I remember it was brought up in one of our coaching calls and everyone was kind of looking like now we're supposed to fail <laughs> like, oh my god are we trying to succeed are we failing like I'm so confused <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Here we go. I don't know what I'm doing, right? Is this a thought, right? So it's yeah. a, right? I do know what I'm doing, right? So trust yourself. But then we're like, okay, failing. So now it's good to fail. And when you lean into failing helps you learn and that's okay. We're all learning. So then we, you know, you celebrate failure different than you celebrate success right mm -hmm. but lean into the failure lean into the discomfort lean into i'm not really good at tech right like the first video i sent you i remember sending you the email and you're like there's no attachment i'm like i don't even know how to send this big <laughs> <laughs> so good right you had to google how to send yeah. a, file, a larger file but you figure it out it's not you just figure it out. It's not overwhelming and you can ask others for help. Right? Mm -hmm. But failure was something that every day I look for because then I know I'm learning. Mm -hmm. Right. And I never put the two thoughts together like that. Failure is good. Failure is learning. So from that group, you know, we had people posting, you know, oh, fail today, right? Yeah. Didn't sign a client or didn't ask the client to sign, you know, you know, and just learning about what we're scared of and drawing a line. If we're scared, then we don't want to push ourselves into being more discomfort, having more discomfort. So failure was good. And I still continue to fail every day, but I celebrate failing as, as I celebrate success. It's, yeah. all, it's all good. It's all good. Right. Like we either, for everyone listening, we either don't do anything and then we don't fail and don't succeed, even though we could still call that failing, but we either do nothing or we do something and maybe we'll succeed, 
but most of the time we'll fail first, which is actually the best way because when you fail first, you actually figure out what works. Whereas sometimes like, I guess people that like make their first video and it goes viral, they like don't actually know how the fuck it happened. (laughs) Um, So they don't have any data or information instead of like maybe someone who's like their 15th video, they can like literally you know, look into how it happened and what it was and how they optimized it. So really failing first is the way. And when we resist failing, we're resisting learning and we're resisting succeeding. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then one of the other key things for me was indecision. Mm -hmm. Not making a decision is making a decision. And I was like, Ooh, that's a truth bomb right there. Right. (laughs) Right. Because we were all like, well, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And you're like, just decide, you know, what are you doing? And then all the drama that comes with making the decision. I got to do hours of research. You're like, just make the fucking decision. (laughs) That's a direct quote, people. (laughs) You know, and it was just so many truth bombs on that coaching call because I forget who it was. It was just, it's like spinning, like a plate. This is spinning. You might make a fucking decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and you are in a decision, exactly as you said, right now, owning, so often our brain does this to us. It's like, I don't know. And we're just like, okay, I guess we don't know. When the truth is, when we don't know, we're deciding to do nothing typically, so. Right, right. And then there's that belief that things can happen in an instant. Mm-hmm. Clients are coming and you, you know, might get off a call and boom, there's a discovery call that somebody wants to set up or somebody has signed and you don't have to have all the evidence that supports when and how and why clients are coming. They're just coming. And when you sit in that self-belief, it makes it easier when things feel a little bit more complicated to just keep moving, to just keep yeah. moving. And it makes like business, it makes our lives, it makes everything more fun when we're not like weighted down by like this constant need to get external validation or um, figure out everything perfectly before we move it. Like, what would you say changed for you in terms of like enjoyment and fun? It's not, I don't feel so pressured. I just feel like I, I don't feel pressured to have it perfect. I don't feel pressure now. Like I literally can do a video in five minutes. I have like a concept or an idea and I just talk, right? And maybe I stumble over my words or whatever, an awkward sentence or something, but that's okay. It's just, it's me. It's just the authentic me going out. So I don't have to have everything like matching the fonts, the branding, all that stuff. It doesn't, it's not really important to me. It's my message of who I am as Coach Debbie. Um, That is, and that's what makes it fun. And it's fun to experiment on different things. Like if I'm creating something in Canva or I'm creating a post or my content, I just make it speak from what I have gone through in my life because of what I've gone through, others are going through it as well too. And I can help others through it. So it doesn't have to be a hundred percent perfect because none of us are perfect and our lives are messy. And that just shows who we are. This shows being authentic to ourselves. So yeah, I don't, I don't spend hours in the drama of, does this look good? Does, you know, is this, is this, 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 that? No, it's, it doesn't matter to me. It's just yeah. putting it out there. People either like it or they don't like it. It's okay. Yes. 
So I'm going to let you all in on a little secret. I was re-recording my videos for the Time Hackers portal, the new one, and I did my first one. And I was like, huh, I could do that better. I was like, I'm just going to do it again. And then I did it again. And I was like, huh, I could do that better. And I caught myself. It's like the same, it's like throughout our whole lives, it doesn't matter how many times we do it, our brain's going to be like, yeah, but because it's wired to look for what isn't working and to look for this so-called perfection, all of this stuff. And it reminds me of when I created this very first podcast episode on fuck anxiety. And that was exactly what happened. I re-recorded the first episode three times and I was like, I'm never doing that again. And that's what I set with these videos. And that's what you've applied to your videos. And it like literally you either allow yourself and allow your brain to talk to, to talk to you about what's not good, in which case you are focusing your brain on what's in inverted commas, not good. And then it like waking up that self-critic. So it doesn't matter how many times you do something, the critic is in charge and the critic is never gonna be satisfied. Or you just allow the discomfort of the critic the first one or two times and eventually they get bored and they're like, well, she's not paying attention, I guess. I guess we'll shut up now. Great. Yeah, it's kind of like the thought, like we have so many thoughts, as you always talked about it, like we have like 60,000 thoughts, right? And then we have thoughts about the thoughts and thoughts about the thoughts and thoughts, right? So like my self-chatter, I call it like Big Bertha, and you just, you have to shut it down. Like you have to say, stop, stop, enough. Like I, I know what you're trying to get me to do, but that's not what I'm doing today, right? So we literally talk, I literally talk to myself because I don't, want to go backwards. I'm not going to go backwards. So I have to straighten out my thoughts and lean into I, why I might not know it. Look what I've done, right? I've gotten this far. I've hit the live button, right? I've hit the live button in where I can control the external environment. I've been outside. I've been inside. I've done all of it. I've done it when somebody, a gust of wind blew by, right? And my hair is like flying all over the place. It's, it's okay, right? It's okay. So controlling and managing our thoughts because if you don't do that I've learned for me my thoughts and take over and then yeah. there I go there I go yeah and even and I remember speaking about this in the group like even when they do take it's not like we know this and then they never take over like there's still a, a takeover can still happen but the amazing thing is like at any point in time like the moment you realize you're in a takeover you kind of start to take your power back so it doesn't have to last as long Right. And we saw that in the group and, you know, we, in our community of lovelies, you know, we were constantly in that thread every day, celebrating people's success, celebrating the failures, because we were vulnerable together out there. And when something was exciting, we all wanted to share it. So it was so great. And then we all learned from each other. Like, I never thought I could host a masterclass. I'm like, how do you even set that up in Zoom? It's so simple, right? But one person shared it with others. So then we learned and we came together, but it's that space that we held for each other. And we all learned so much and we all celebrated or we were all were there to help coach each other. You know, um, it wasn't a weekly call. We were on just our own thread, right? And you would put some things in kind of direct us a little bit, but we were all just coached and just loved each other and knew that we all wanted the same goal, which is to find the growth, to find that we can do things that we're capable of doing all this. And yeah, I mean, some are a little further ahead than others. And, you know, that was wonderful. We celebrated all of them too, right? Mm -hmm. 
that's what was so strong that community that community was so strong yeah and i think you know one of the things that i speak about quite a lot is we're taking on like traditional like if you step outside of this room you will hear so many conversations where people are saying things just take time give things time like it's not the right time all of that conversation and we're really in this room reframing what it takes to create success by embracing failure and celebrating failure and deciding indecision is still a decision and all of these things and I think the powerful thing in the room is seeing other people like one of the things we spoke about was like birds how they fly in a v formation and someone at the front is like literally creating the resistance so the people in the back can fly with less energy and that's part of how to achieve more in less time without hustle and I think like exactly so for you it was like mastering some technology for someone else it was like mastering some part of their sales or creating a new offer or whatever or like you know not getting stressed about what their boss was telling them or speaking up to their family or whatever it was like seeing someone always it's kind of like you don't have to be on your a game all the time because there's always someone to learn from that's celebrating and always someone to learn from that's failing Right. And I think one of the big things relating to time was that um, that I pulled out of the group was using a a clock, using a timer. Right. So instead of scrolling for 25 minutes saying, I'm going to get back to this task, then scrolling again, then thinking my platform needs, I need a new platform and going back and forth was like, I'm going to set a timer for 15 minutes. I'm going to focus just on this, creating this content and boom, and then just doing Mm -hmm. instead of kind of easing into it, getting distracted, losing the day. So that was, and I still, to this day, I set my timer and I'm gonna say, this is my project, phone goes away, right? Phone goes away. So you don't, your little brain doesn't wander back in saying, oh, it looks take two seconds just to scroll and then it's two hours and you're like, now I'm miserable. Oh my gosh, right? I'm so far behind everything. What am I doing? (laughs) Yeah, and like, you know, our brain does tell us little lies, like it's just two minutes when firstly, we end up spending long on there. And secondly, what it does is it invites into our brain every time we're working this negotiation of like, should we scroll? Should we stop and scroll? Right? Instead of building that boundary. And exactly like you said, this is why you've built so much self trust, because you've been applying these things. Right. And I think I've stopped scrolling a lot because I'm not comparing Mm. myself. I'm not comparing because then when you start scrolling, like, oh, wow, that looks really good. Look at that post. Look at that content. And then you're like, then your brain wants to say, see, see, you're not as good and all that. So I have found myself scrolling less and less and less because it doesn't doesn't hold value to Mm. me. Right. It just doesn't creating more. Yes. Exactly. So it's my, my vision, not what others Mm. are doing. So yeah, it's funny how that little shift has made an enormous difference of saving time because I I don't need to go through all that, right? I just stay anchored to my plan and my plan has all that I need. Mm. And it's, you know, it's okay if I, you know, hiccup or two, it's okay. It's just a hiccup. It's not the end of the world. It's not like we need to start all over again. You know, it's none of that. We don't have to throw it all out. We just say it's a hiccup, right? Mm-hmm. It's a hiccup. It's all right, right? Yeah, like, like hiccups happen. Yeah, like yesterday, I thought my computer was crashing, right? Well, I now figured out because I'm the IT department of my company, right? I'm one yeah. of those. <laughs> I figured out, you know, I figured out what how to fix it, and you know, like I learned to back some stuff up, and you just 
it was a hiccup. I'm like, oh, great. Now the computer is going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you know, you just create it and you move on. That's just part of the day. It's part of the day. Mm-hmm. On we go. So good. Is there anything that we've not spoken about that you want to share with listeners? No, it just, I mean, Time Hackers just was, I'm so glad I stepped into the space and I really didn't know. I just know I wanted to get coached by you. So I wasn't even sure. Because <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I don't think I have an issue with time, but Coach Vicki is hosting a group of coaching and she's not doing one-on-one. She's in a group. So therefore, you know, if I get offered a, a slot, I'm going in and I went all in. And it was the community, it was the self-belief, it was holding me accountable, it was all the, the daily prompts and the videos and doing the work, mm-hmm. the self-work that I did that has created this change and this actionable change in me that I celebrate every day. And people have commented on it and I feel a lift, right? Because I left old Doubting Debbie behind and now doubting Debbie tries to come out but I push it back down and says I got this just go back over there you stay there I stay here and I celebrate my failures I celebrate my successes and we celebrate them together in the community and that helps raise the room we always talked about raising the room and the spirit of each other because we all have those those days where you just want to stay under the covers and just like Mm -hmm. not get out. We all have those days, Mm -hmm. but there's a community that can lift you up and they can help coach you and self coaching, talking Mm -hmm. to ourselves. What are we telling ourselves? What are we thinking about ourselves? That was a big change for me. That was an enormous growth component to me. Right. Like we just get to decide what we think about ourselves, everyone. Right, right. We spend a lot of time saying, what does $200,000 a year coach Debbie look like? What does $200,000 a year coach Debbie do? Yeah. Well, she's not laying in bed with crumbs all over her watching Netflix. <laughs> That's not what $200,000 coach Debbie does. Debbie does some action today, right? And when she you, does that sometimes, but not yeah. like, you know, maybe no, she does like one day a month. Right. And you don't have to hustle. We talked about hustling does not create yeah. clients, right? Overworking scratch the to-do list, right? Some of us had to-do lists, like, okay. <laughs> like you know, miles long. Yeah. It, just take a step yeah. and then another step. And then you just build and it starts building. Yeah. And you get smarter as you go and then you make different decisions about what actually to do. So, yeah. Yes. yes. You know, it was amazing. It was an amazing space. It was an amazing three months. I cried. I cried when, when you shut it down, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like we all had little tears. We're all like frantically posting in there. Like, oh my God, we have 18 minutes, 16 minutes, 15 minutes. We're all frantically like, we love you. We love you. We love you. (laughs) It was so cute, you know, but it was just a sister bond for three months. That was incredible because we all felt very raw and very vulnerable at times. Um, but we were all there for each other. And it was a very honored space, a very, very honored space. Yes. And what would you say to anyone that's thinking of joining Time Hackers now that's listening? It, it just changed. It changed so much for me. I cannot even like list all the things that it, it gave me the confidence. It just gave me that I am fine just as I am and I'm okay. 
and I'm in a safe space, the universe is going to provide. But until I believe that, nothing is going to change. It's self-belief was the main thing for me that I got out of it that I never thought I was going to get out of Time Hackers. I thought Time Hackers really was just going to like, we're going to focus on time. And why I learned a little on time and it, huge components to it, it was the self-belief and seeing others and seeing what is possible. And if they can do it, I can do it too. Yes. That was the big thing. Yeah. And also, I think you also then also wanting to do it to also show them that they can do it. So it was like both. That was really right. 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 Um, okay. Amazing. You're amazing. And one thing I'll say, I'm going to say it here because I've said it to you in time hackers. I'm going to say it again, which is, so you've spoken about all the amazing thing the universe does for you, but really we want to just remember that you've done it for yourself. You made the decision to invest in time hackers. You made the decision to go live. You made these decisions. You made the decision to be willing to leave your job, which is scary. Like, so we just want to make sure. So it's like the universe is totally on your side, but you are also actively doing things to create everything that you want. And I just want to celebrate you. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I just thank you for creating the group for Time Hackers. It's just, it was amazing. And it is such a space where you will, you can't even know what you're going to learn because it's not even in your realm of possibilities yet. When, when you walk in there, you're like, oh my God, this is fucking crazy, right? Every week was just an amazing, just, we all seem to have the same shit, right? So let's just share it all together. Let's just learn together. And that's really what the coaching was, whether or not you were being coached or you were observing others, it all was so relevant every single week. It was truly amazing. Truly amazing. Thank you. And so are you. And I want you to tell the listeners, because I know that there's some people out there that are looking for one-on-one coaching, which obviously I don't do and you do. So why don't you tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you, how they can connect with you and who you help? Well, so I'm a general life coach. Um, I right now am working with, I have like a 90 day program, but I'm working with clients who feel like they're stuck, right? Mm-hmm. There's opportunities and possibilities. And I call it like the COVID crust, right? We need to get out of this COVID crust. Like so much has happened to us and we are just, we've just got stuck in our homes for a little too long. So what do you want to do? Where do you want to get that energy and that spirit back again? And let's create things that you don't even know you have thought about yet that are deep down inside of you. Let's bring them to the surface because I have created such transformational change in my life, leaving a corporate job and um, raising children, having a husband with cancer, so many different things that I thought was the end for me, the end of, you know, I'm not even gonna be this person I was created to be, but every single event has led me to here, right? So I'm on Facebook under um, Debbie McTamany's M-C-T-A-M-M-A-N-Y. That's where I'm at for now. So we'll link that up in the show notes and get people so that they can come and connect with you and find you and see you doing your amazing live videos. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I committed to 30 day challenge. I'm on day 12. There we go. Everyone's getting a little one easier. You see that live button. You're like, oh my gosh. And you just hit it and you just start talking. That's it. You just have to hit it. Just hit that button. Amazing. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you for listening to Debbie's story and having her share her key takeaways and her own amazing transformation with you all. So definitely some powerful learning there for all of us. And if you know you want to work with me and you don't know exactly on what, exactly what's on, should we say, that's what we will figure out together. So join Time Hackers at vickylouise.com forward slash group today, get immediate access to video trainings, to the community, to past live coaching calls, because you too are capable of results that you can't even imagine right now. Bye lovelies. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.